But the greatest love story of all time is summed up in these 25 verses of 25 words that someone is called a miniature Bible, the gospel in a nutshell. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The greatest love story ever told. Welcome to the Inspire Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd, and we want to encourage you to keep reaching higher and go further in your walk with Jesus Christ, and above all, to never, ever give up, but to keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining the Inspire Podcast today. Again, I am your host, Douglas Boyd. And if this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it and then take it a step further and invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family. This podcast is an outreach from Crossway Family Church in Bowie, Texas. That's B-O-W-I-E, Texas. We are on Facebook. Please find our page, Crossway Family Church, and click like. We also have a page called Inspire, where we post all of these episodes. We do this. The Inspire podcast exists to help you go further in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, to just reach higher, to never give up. That is one of the main things that we stress on our podcast is to never, ever give up. You've got to keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. Why? Because life is going to knock you back and you've got to keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for being here again. Thank you. We appreciate it. You're a blessing to us. And uh, the other day we started a study called Jesus, the Chain Breaker, and it went quite a bit longer than I thought it was going to go. We didn't have time to do it all. And we talked about the uh, scripture text we used was Mark chapter 5, the man at Gadara, the, de- the demoniac of Gadara, and how Jesus set him free from these demons. And then when the people came and they saw what had happened, they saw the man sitting, clothed, and in his right mind. And then the Bible says he wanted to go with Jesus, but Jesus sent him away to tell his family and his friends what great things the Lord had done for him. He went on to the to the uh, province of Decapolis, where there were ten cities, and he began to tell everyone what Jesus had done. And it says that all men did marvel; they were amazed when they saw how the Lord broke the chains of bondage from this man's life. I'm here today to tell you that no matter what kind of chains 
are on you or someone in your family that God wants to break those chains. Whether it's depression, anxiety, financial problems, family problems, problems at your job, whatever is holding you back, the Lord wants to set you free. And we had six points. We covered three of them the other day. The first one was that God wants you free from the opinions of others. That's called approval addiction, basing everything we do on, well, this person doesn't like me, that person doesn't like me, my Facebook friends don't like me. Listen, man, that's not what defines you. You got to break those chains. Looking to others for your self-worth is is a losing battle. Number two, we talked about how the chains are broken when you know and believe that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Nehemiah 8 and 10 says, do not be grieved for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Number three, we talked about how God wants to break the chains from your worship. When you are a person that is a praise person, a worship person, you can't stay in chains and worship. When, when you worship, I guess what I'm trying to say is when you worship, those chains cannot stay on you. That's what I meant. Those chains cannot stay on you. Worshiping Jesus Christ with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength breaks chains, especially chains of de- depression and anxiety. Now, so let's read today from Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek, and he has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Verse 2, he has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come, and with it the day of God's anger against his enemies. Verse 3, to all who mourn in Zion, listen, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Today we want to talk about Jesus, the chain breaker, part two. Whatever you need today, Jesus Christ is your answer. He is not one of many answers. He's not uh, part of the answer. He is the answer. Let's pray. Lord, Father, we just praise you. Thank you, Lord, that people are listening to this, that are receiving help from you, from the word of God. Anoint our ears to hear the word of God today and our heart to receive it. Let our hearts be good, fertile ground that you can plant your word into and let it grow in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus is your answer. Look at the verse we just read. This is the prophecy written about the coming Messiah, written some 700, 750 years before Jesus came to this earth. And the day that Jesus started his ministry in Luke chapter 4, he read part of this. Notice what it says that the Messiah wants to do in the lives of people. Notice this. It says he wants to preach the good news or the gospel to the meek. He wants to comfort the brokenhearted. He wants to proclaim liberty or freedom to the captives. Did you hear that? Someone needs to say amen right now. I said he wants to give liberty and freedom to those that are held captive. That's breaking chains. 
That's breaking the chains from their lives. It's God's will for you to be free, my friends. He said he wants to open the prison to those that are bound by chains, chains of depression, chains of addiction, chains of abuse, chains of religion, chains of sickness and disease. All of these things create a prison in our lives. And Jesus says, I want you to be free. The Bible says, who that has the son is set free indeed. Jesus wants to free you today. He wants you to walk in freedom in him. He wants you to have peace. He wants you to have joy. And in this prophecy, he said, I'm going to deal with your enemies. In other words, the Lord is saying, I can handle it. He said, all who mourn in Zion, that that to me represents the church. So many that have been burdened and prayed for revival and to see God move. He said, I'm going to give you beauty for your ashes. Ashes represent something that has been destroyed or burned down. And you may think that your dreams are a pile of ashes, that you're done. But God says, I have beauty for you where all of that destruction was. Then he said in verse 3, I'll give you the oil of joy for mourning. Oil here represents the blessings of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. God is saying, I'm going to fill you with my Spirit. I'm going to give you joy unspeakable, joy bubbling up out of your soul, joy spilling over on all those around you. Jesus said, out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. And again, in verse 3, he tackles depression and he says, he will give you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. How many are just tired of being down, tired of being depressed? God wants to break those chains, and he offers you right now the garment of praise. Remember we talked about it last week, how if you're a praise and worshiper, depression and, and, and anxiety and those things cannot stay around you. If you praise him today with all of your heart, you will feel the chains of depression fall off of you. Last week, we did those three points. We went over them all ago. Now, here today, we've got three more. Number four today, God wants to break the chains of bitterness from your life. If you're a child of God, man, I'm telling you that bitterness will destroy you. I'm telling you today that Jesus can give you the grace. Jesus can give you the grace to forgive and to move on. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 and verse 32 says, Let all bitterness, wrath, and anger, and clamor, and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. Bitterness is the only fruit of the Spirit, one of the bad fruits that has roots. The Bible talks about the root of, of bitterness. Hebrews 12 and 15. See to it that no one comes short of the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springing up causes trouble, and by it many are defiled. If you'll let him, the Lord will deliver you from bitterness and pain and hurt today. And you may have a legitimate reason to be upset. Someone may have really hurt you, but God wants to deliver you from that bitterness. Number five today, Jesus breaks the chains from your past. Jesus breaks the chains from your past. The enemy wants to constantly remind you of your mistakes. 
He will remind you daily of your mistakes, your past sins, your past failures. Don't listen to his lies. The chains of your past are permanently broken by the blood of Jesus Christ. Your sins are forgiven. Past, present, future. No one had a past worse than the Apostle Paul. He tried to destroy the church. And here is his advice, Philippians 3 and 13. But this one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and looking forward to what lies ahead. Paul said, I'm going to forget what went on back there. And I'm going to press on to the prize that awaits me in Jesus Christ. Number six today, when Jesus breaks your chains, you will want to share his love with everyone. And you know what? When Jesus breaks your chains, don't go back and pick them up and put them back on. That's what we do sometimes, don't we? We go back to what he delivered us from and we get tangled in it again. But when he sets you free, you're going to want to share that love with everyone. You know, last last message we read from Mark chapter 5, that story of the demoniac, a man full of evil spirits, and Jesus delivered him and said, You know, it said that one minute he was naked, he was screaming, he was cutting himself, he was running around in the tombs. That would have scared the daylights out of me seeing that. And then the next minute, the Bible says that he was sitting at rest, and he was clothed, and he was in his right mind. He then told Jesus he wanted to go with him, but Jesus said, no, go and tell your family and tell your friends what great things the Lord has done for you and how He has had mercy and compassion on you. But instead of just taking the message of Jesus, the chain breaker, to his family and friends, here is what he did. Mark 5, verse 20. So the man went away and began to tell in Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and everyone marveled. Decapolis was a big place. Ten cities. With no way of making a living, with no real plan, This man starts traveling. One minute he was bound by chains. The the next minute he was free and he had become the evangelist from Decapolis, telling the world about a Savior, Jesus Christ, that broke the chains in his life. The Lord doesn't ask much of us, folks. Just do what this man did. Don't tell your family about political stuff. Don't tell them about how much of the Bible you know and this, that, and the other. No, just simply tell your family and your friends what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. This man went in on a mission, and I want to show you what happened. Mark chapter 6, Jesus goes back to the land of the Gadarenes, Gadara, the region of Decapolis where this man went. Now, we don't know the time frame. It could have been a month. It could have been a year. We, don't, we really don't know. But here is what happened. Mark chapter 6, verse 54. And when they came out of the ship, straightway they knew him. Verse 55. And they ran through that whole region round about, and they began to carry about in beds those that were sick, those where they heard he was. Verse 56. And wherever he entered into villages or cities or country, They laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might touch, if it were, but the border of his garment. 
and as many as touched him were made whole. How did these people know about Jesus? They knew because one man. Revival happened in ten cities because of one man. If that one man could do that without the infilling of the Holy Spirit, what more can you and I do with the Holy Spirit? You meet someone who is depressed. You smile and say, let me tell you about the chain breaker. I'm telling you today that we serve a God that is a chain breaker. And you know what the great thing is? He wants to use your hands on this earth to be his conduit to help break the chains off of the people that are around us. Folks, we've got to tell somebody. We've got to be like that demoniac, that former demoniac, who had the idea, who had the attitude, who had the audacity to say, I'm going to tell everyone about Jesus, the chain breaker. Come on, man. Get it in your heart and in your soul and in your spirit right now. I've got to tell somebody what Jesus has done for me. Why don't you right now where you're at, just raise your hands. Why don't you worship the Lord? Thank Him for breaking the chains in your life. I need to thank Him for breaking the chains in my life. Lord, thank you today for breaking the chains. Thank you, Lord, for breaking the chains. Thank you, Jesus, for breaking the chains. Thank you so much for being with us today. This is the Inspire Podcast. I'm your host, Douglas Boyd. Don't forget, Jesus is a chain breaker. Until next time, may God's greatest and best be yours. Don't forget, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, please subscribe to it. Invite your family, invite your friends to be part of our podcast family. May God's greatest and best be yours in Christ Jesus. Thank you so much for being here. God bless you.